Welcome to the February 1st, 2007 edition of Threat Monitor, where we offer the latest advice on information security threats. Today's tip is the Can Spam Act to Help or Hindrance is written by Joel Dubin, CISSP. It's been three years since Congress passed the Controlling the Assault of Non-Solicited Pornography and Marketing Act of 2003, also known as Can Spam. And shortly after the legislation passed, Microsoft Chairman Bill Gates predicted that spam would disappear within a few years. And he wasn't alone. So, has canned spam helped the industry? While some argue email has become more dangerous since canned spam was enacted, I believe the increased email danger is due to changes in the spamming technologies and scams themselves. That these changes are independent of the law and would have happened regardless of whether or not it was enacted. However, regardless of what you believe, it's clear to see that canned spam has been ineffective. And we'll outline four reasons why after this word from our sponsor. As an information security professional, you've no doubt heard of Nmap, the popular freeware tool. It can be a huge help in the enterprise when searching for available hosts and services or pinpointing open ports. However, installing, configuring, and running Nmap in the enterprise is no easy task. With that in mind, SearchSecurity.com has teamed up with security expert Michael Cobb to create an Nmap technical guide. This guide details exactly how you can use Nmap to make your organization more secure. This guide is available for free at SearchSecurity.com slash Nmap. Again, that's SearchSecurity.com slash Nmap. Check it out today. Number one, spam can't be legislated into oblivion. Why? Well, for starters, spam isn't a legal problem, nor is it an American problem that can be solved by American legislation. It's a global problem with international consequences, not only for the countries where it originates, but also for all of the countries for which it's destined. Number two, can spam hasn't changed spam's contents. Pitches for Viagra and cut rate medications never seem to go away. And while pornography, a mainstay of spam for a long time, has dipped, it has also been quickly replaced by pump-and-dump stock scams, which occur when fraudulent stocks are sold by spammers who pump up sales of the stocks and their prices and then dump them at a profit. Number three, can spam couldn't anticipate changes in technologies that have increased spam, specifically image spam and botnets. Today, it's estimated that two-thirds of spam is embedded in images that bypass filters tuned to scan only for suspicious text. The spam is then delivered by botnets, which are bought and sold to criminals who use them to send out huge volumes of spam. Number four, spam remains a lucrative business. Unlike junk mail, spam doesn't need postage. Even the cost of email services is probably free, since most spammers steal bandwidth, leech off other services through SMTP relays, or use botnets. Therefore, even if the typical spam mailing consisting of millions of emails solicits just a small number of replies, an enterprising malicious hacker can still make some decent money. However, while canned spam may not have reduced the amount of spam, it has had some positive effects. First, honest U.S. businesses that use email for mass mailings must meet the following stringent requirements. The sender in the from or to fields and the domain in the email header must be legitimate. Subject lines must not be deceptive. Customers must be provided with a way to opt out of future emails. 
the email must have a valid postal address for the company that's distributing it. CAN-SPAM has also helped resolve a number of national and international criminal actions. For example, since the CAN-SPAM legislation was passed, many flagrant spammers operating in the U.S. have been arrested and businesses found in violation have been fined. But regardless of these efforts, spam keeps filling email boxes. So then, where is it coming from? Even though U.S. spam operations have been vastly limited, CAN-SPAM hasn't slowed down overseas spammers. Many have reacted to the law by simply setting up shop overseas without bothering to establish a physical presence in the U.S. It's been estimated that at least half of the, the world's spam originates in Russia and the Ukraine, and that China and South Korea are also becoming players. It's now estimated that more than 90% of email around the world is spam. The volumes have grown so much that it started to threaten email's effectiveness as a communications tool. It's also a threat to web-based businesses that use emails to notify customers of purchases and account changes. Those same customers have also become suspicious and, after getting a deluge of spam, some laced with phishing attacks, have started to lose faith in email. So what will it take to crack down on spam? One thing's for certain, it won't be laws like can spam. It'll be crackdowns on spam-generating botnets and closer supervision of email gateways by ISPs. Breaking the back of botnets will require a joint effort from the information security community and the law enforcement community that's armed with existing hacking laws, not can spam. <laughs>